Greetings, adventures, and welcome to GNGG Cast. Welcome, everyone, to Good Night and Good Game, your geek news roundup for the week that was. I'm your host, James, and with me this week is our producer, Tony. Hey. And our co-host, Hector. Hello. And this week on the show, we're going to be talking about DC's fan event, Fandom, that had a slew of announcements this week. The show might be a little bit shorter than usual, and I'm, I want to apologize for that. Uh, I just started a new job. Tony's adjusting to his work hours. Hector's job just sucks. That's um, hard. So uh, we're going to be doing the best we can to make every, a great show for everybody. But before we start, don't forget that you can head over to goodnight.gg, where as a patron of our show, you can suggest topics for us to talk about. Theoretically, we can maybe carve out some time this weekend to do our PT episode. Ooh. Let's we'll, we'll coordinate that. Yeah. would be good. Okay, <laughs> before we start. Uh, we already, already did that. Crap. Here I am. It's been a long day, guys. We have all been working. We are tired, and we are just trying to perform for you. Mm-hmm. With all of that out of the way, it's time for the prelude. Prelude. All right. This is the prelude. This is what we've been doing with ourselves this week. What we've been playing, what we've been watching, what's been occupying our free time. Hector, what have you been doing? Oh, uh, let's see. Well, I finished Squid Game. Yes. Yeah. So good, right? Oh, man. You I and apparently am... everyone else in the world. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. You didn't but... watch it? Oh, no. man. You usually watch things the fastest. Yeah. It's the only reason I'm surprised. It's not about subject matter but, or anything but, else. Yeah, no, also, just, everybody yeah. else has watched it. I mean, Tony automatically will not watch it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, which is fine. It's not like... Okay, so I loved it, right? I loved everything about it. It was very, very good. And I was pretty skeptical because... Everyone liked it. Yeah. It was one of those things, right? And yeah. I hadn't really gotten really into something like that. Usually, like, the shows on Netflix, most people aren't super into. Like, Ozark. Yeah. Um, or, uh... uh when everybody's into something like this, it's like feels like it's, like, Breaking Bad level. But it's just because beyond right? yeah, Netflix. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. But, but, no, this show was absolutely great. I highly recommend it. Um... Watch it and then lol at the articles online that say it's not about capitalism, actually. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Even though it states completely in the show. Yeah, yeah. And the director said so. Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> it, 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 the guy at the New York Times knows better. Yes, but anyway. obviously. Uh, but yeah, the, the world is a piece of shit right now. But um, so I did that. I watched Squid Game and um, a couple of the things that I'm forgetting. Uh but I have been playing two very fun games lately. All right. Um, one of them is Overwatch with me. One of them is Overwatch with James. Me and James are a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> we Come are, join our team weird. or play against us at your peril. <laughs> we will play like nine games a night and lose one. Like, yeah. like it, it's uh, mathematically, that's not how that should work in Overwatch. Yep, I know. <laughs> but yeah, so, so bragging about that because we're awesome. Um, I've been playing a game that just came out today on Game Pass called Into the Pit. Now, um, this is a roguelite, um, think Hexen. Uh, when I say Hexen, I mean like Doom 1 on the Doom 1 engine, but instead of using guns, you're so using like heretic magic spells. Hexen. Heretic Hexpen. Mm-hmm. Heretic Hexen. Hard to say. Yes. yes, hard to say, but it's all there. Um, yeah, basically you get different types of spells, one for each hand and different types of armor to wear. And you go into this eldritch pit where there are untold horrors and you destroy keys and rescue villagers from the village that's at the top of the pit. Because until you rescue those villagers, the shop won't open. Mm-hmm. And the guy who carved your runes won't do any work. And the mayor's like, oh my God, the whole village is captured in the pit. Go get them. Right. So you right. basically unlock the actual game while you're playing it, which is pretty interesting. Okay. Because you start off with basically nothing. Another one I've been playing was um, one of uh, my absolute favorite YouTubers. His name is White Light. That's white, the color, light, the wave. 
White Light uh, makes really interesting retrospectives on games that are several years old that you probably haven't thought about Mm -hmm. in a while. And he really makes you look at them from a different direction. He's done this for me on a lot of games that I ignored, some of the Assassin's Creed series he's managed to point out to me like the better parts of. But for this one, he did Mirror's Edge 2. Mm. Now, I, I loved Mirror's Edge 1. Played oh, that video is actually on my queue. I've it been meaning to watch be. it. It's a great video. I played all kinds of Mirror's Edge 1. Played the mm. entire thing, loved every second of it. Very cool. Mirror's Edge 2 came out in a very bad time for EA. EA mm. was just kind of everyone's enemy. This is before the Epic Store. This is before, you know, this, when, like, yeah, the, before, this was around the time. Like, Origin was already a thing. But I think it was actually an exclusive to Origin at the time, not mm. on consoles. It was when they were doing that shit. Mm. Uh, so it was a game that was very, very easy for me to skip and not worry about. And if I remember correctly, it did have issues at launch. Okay. Um, so I watched his video on it going, man, you know what? I wish that would have been cool. And I watched video and I was like, this game was fucking awesome. Why am I not playing this right now? Mm-hmm. And then I went to go look on Steam where I can buy it, not on Origin. And it was like $12. Right. So I was like, I'm going to play the free running game that I finally, finally that I never played. I never finished the original, but I did love it. Yeah, it's a ton of fun. This one is more fun. It's a little more open world without being like annoyingly so. You're still running from like task to task, but you're free running over the city. Right. So it's it's engaging and there's a bunch of little side things that can happen to you on the way. Okay. Um, it still has the same like amazing aesthetic where when mm. you turn up the graphics, you can't tell it's not a modern game. Yeah. Just because of how clean everything is and the colors instead of being so primary like the first game are way more neon and like weather effects and rain and fog and stuff. It's mm. super Super cyber yeah, it always Very kind of cool. struck me as one of those games that kind of exists in that like Pixar universe where like you can watch some of the old Pixar movies and you just can't tell how old they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Mirror's Edge seems like that. Like you, you, yeah. you turn the graphics up, you're like, oh, this, this does look like a modern game. It really does. Yeah. I can't recommend it enough. Uh, I had an issue. Uh, and it's funny because I, st- I saw the game and I was like, oh, man, this game looks amazing. And then I wasn't running it very well. For those of you at home, and it's not a brag, I, I, I run a 3080 in my PC. Mm-hmm. So I, I get there and I throw the game, I dial it up to 11, and I'm getting like 30, 40 frames. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh God, how crazy was this game when it came out? Mm-hmm. And then I realized the power settings on my video card were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, and now I run, now there's nothing the game can do to make it not run at my monitor's refresh rate. But it's a great looking game. That's how good it looked. I was like, maybe I can't run this at max settings. <laughs> I can. But still, like, it, uh, yeah, wonderful, wonderful game. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I haven't done a free running thing in a long time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'll tell you what, the best part of Mirror's Edge, the first one, was the way it made you feel when you failed, when you were falling from a building. It has this sound effect where the wind rushes up around your ears mm-hmm. and everything gets very loud and very quiet at the same time. And then you just thunk. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then you start over at the top of the building because you died. And that is one of the most affecting sounds I've ever seen in a video game. And it's completely intact in part two. Nice. And it's a, a, even a little enhanced and it's, it's fucking horrifying. <laughs> Do it once or twice just so you get used to it. Because you don't like it when it happens. <laughs> I like the audio part of it because it reminds me of uh, something that I did this week. Yeah. Which was test a set of uh, headset. Mm. Or set of... Headphones? A test a head... A, yeah, set of headphones. I don't know. I tested a headset from a... Razer, cool. their new Black Shark V2 Pro ah. uh, wireless headset. Um, 
decent, mm-hmm. not worth one hundred and eighty dollars. Oh uh, yeah, well, yeah. No, testing um, it. Yeah, that's why I tested it, mm-hmm. and it is now back at Amazon. Uh, it's wonderful. Yes. They have this great thing where you, if you give them the money, they give it back to you. Oh, okay. uh, you just give yeah. them the thing back too. Right. Yeah, fucking Amazon's really good at shit like that. <laughs> they don't care. So, yeah. so, so your guys, money doesn't. Matter it sounds like us. a pretty hard not recommend there. Uh, no, um, not for that price, but there were some good sides to it. Um, cause I wanted to look at like wireless headsets in general. Um, it works very well within the Razer ecosystem. If you already have that set up and I do have some Razer products. So I was like, Oh, it worked pretty well. Unfortunately, the audio effects processing that they do, um, if you're trying to listen to music and play a game at the same time is the worst fucking experience. Uh, that's a hard keep, no for me then. Because it, yeah. it keeps, if you set it to auto, it will keep switching the the enhancement between Oh, between music whichever window and, is Or in if, the f- if it knows the game where if you're playing a uh, PvP game and mm-hmm. you are now in combat, it switches it to a different setting and your audio sounds like shit in the music right. because the uh, gameplay is now it's important. trying to enhance the right. gameplay. It, it do the gameplay, and then the moment that matches over, it then switches it back to the other way, and it was just confusing, and I didn't enjoy it, so I just turned it off, and it was a wonderful experience of just... <laughs> just of like Of stereo, or stereo 7.1, whatever the default yeah. not enhancement on anything yeah. experience was, but... Which is odd, because the enhancement that were on the older Razer headset that I have, the... Um, I wouldn't say Naga, but that's a controller like yeah. Navi Two or something like that. Um, they're bright ass green. There's only like two headsets they made it that way. Uh, it's good. Like they're, they're the additional effects processing that it comes to competitive play on certain games totally works nice. well. And it the enhancements when it comes to hearing those really cool special effects of dying, like oh I fucking love that shit. And the Black Sharks had elements of that it just felt like for the price mm, do not spend 180 dollars okay. on a wireless pair of headsets they do have a wired version of it that's like a hundred or something okay. or less that actually might be worth it yeah hundred dollar headsets yeah. a good buy-in price yeah, yeah right. and if it's uh, the razor stuff i don't know i tested that um i did start why the last man it's oh, on hulu nice. it's done through fx mm-hmm. um it's a comic book was a comic book a very long time ago which is unfortunate for the storytelling. They tried to update the story of Why the Last Man, but everything in the last, well, life of since the world's existed, since that comic has happened, and now has occurred, and we all know that, and we've all living in caves, basically, that we, right now. So this isn't the funnest time to have a apocalyptic show. Uh, I see, yeah. Where it's all little... the men disappear, and it's just... It's just it, it fell again in the wrong place. Mm. It, it needed to come out three years ago, at least for it to have been relevant. Mm. Hopefully, if they had updated it then, right? But this update, where it's coming out now, it's a good show. It's enjoyable. The acting's mm. great, but I just don't feel the audience is really going to find it unless it really gets a push, like they did with um, uh, Legion. Oh, it right. needs that legion push to like, hey, we need more people to get on this. Otherwise, it is which not unfortunately gonna... is not going to happen because yeah, who, the show who... has been canceled. Yeah, yeah. And now they are looking for a new place to shop it around. Rumors, and this is rumor and speculation, but they are saying possibly it'll land at HBO Max. Yeah, uh, FX. Just for future Ooh. reference, stop, stop doing comic book shows. Just keep mm. doing the weird, gritty, 
Fucking like like you got a lot of FX has been doing a lot of comic book stuff for a long time now, yeah. and FX because they're tied in with Hulu and it was part of Fox and Fox was buying up these comic book properties and this is where they're supposed sure. to go. These are where those things kind of have to land, and it's you just can't give every comic book to Noah Hawley, and that's a problem. He didn't yeah. do Why the Last Man because he wasn't yeah. interested. He he did Legion because he was interested. Yeah. I mean, and working on Fargo, and now he's doing something else that sounds amazing. Uh, Alien. Yeah. yeah. He's working on Alien. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, look. Uh, the team behind it is if you, amazing did, fucking FX, group, keep doing but... Justified, keep doing Sons of Anarchy. Um, what, what's the modern one that they have that's really good? Uh, Reservation Dogs. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, it just, you know. The, Sons of Anarchy has been over for a while. But, but, the, 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 yeah. the but, the, but the new suit. Yeah, Mayans. But, Mayans but the Mind is, is on there. Off a little bit. But, I stopped after the halfway through the second season. Uh, no, I just, watched all of Sons it, of Anarchy. And I watched all of Sons of Anarchy, so more Mayans was like, oh shit, but now I have subtitles and I can't watch this while I'm falling asleep now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that, I don't know. FX, stick to that type of stuff, I think. Or, or let, let Noah Hawley do whatever he wants, <laughs> period. But, uh, you know, don't cancel your comic book shows after one season. It's fucking rude. It is rude. Okay. Same to, like, uh, sci-fi U2. Like, like, don't make Hulu and Netflix rescue all your shit. Hashtag shows. save the expanse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else, Tony, or is that it? Um, I mean, that's, I mean, the Halloween event of Destiny is kind of fun. Yeah. You, uh, I, I get to be, just this, the, these seasonal buy-in costume is, is dinosaurs. Okay. Huh? We, dinosaurs the community cool. got to vote if we wanted uh, movie monsters or dinosaurs. And... <laughs> Very strongly, the community said we, we say, want fucking dinosaurs. So for Halloween, <laughs> they absolutely wanted dinosaurs because that's just what the internet does with polls. Yeah, yeah and I, I remember would you like the appropriate thing for the thing? <laughs> no. Well, the dinosaur ones just looked cooler, and yeah. I and for me, it reminded me of a uh, a childhood memory of Halloween going um, as a dinosaur for Halloween. My mom made me a foam T Rex costume out awesome. of a just that. Whatever you Whatever, got. Whatever, fabric foam. That, and it's yeah. like spray painted it fucking green. And I won, like, my mom obviously won the costume contest because I was like, I, I was this tall. How, how old is this tall? Like five? Four or five, four, yeah. Four or five. I was four or five. I'm remembering that with my dinosaur costume in the game that I like. Yeah. So that makes me happy. That's fun. Okay. Uh, real quick on my side of things. Uh, I finished God of War. Absolutely amazing game. Cannot recommend enough. We'll be talking about God of War a little bit later in the show. Yeah, we will. Uh, I started watching a Netflix show called Made. It is uh, based on a true story about a person who is in an emotionally abusive relationship and what she does to get out of it. And the, 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 it has a happy ending, all right? I haven't finished it, but obviously it has a happy ending because you wrote the book. Uh, uh, I don't know, man. I don't, did, you know what book doesn't have a happy ending? The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> that's like, true. I, like, it sounds heavy. It, it is a heavy show, but it's very enjoyable and very well acted, and I believe it's Margot Robbie's studio that made it. Uh, very cool. Um, I finished the third season of You because I binged the fuck out of that show because that is one of my weird Netflix obsessions. Whenever a season of that pops up, I watch it. It's a... It's a fantastically acted show. There's a reason why everybody's obsessed with it. I, I don't get the... I, I like the show. The first season was fun. And its ending was kind of like, okay, I guess I guess you want to make more of this, huh? I was wishing they... I really wish it was one of those shows that had a same cast portraying different characters. I see that. And like do an anthology out of it because... Right. There's only so much I can have the same character monologuing mm -hmm. episode per episode. Like, 
before sure. I just can't. I understand. I can't, yeah, no, I, that's fair. Uh, yeah, the, I, but I liked, really liked the first season. Yeah. I did, it couldn't keep me on the sure. everyone's going to murder everyone and somehow everyone's okay with this <laughs> yep. thing. Yeah. No, I'm right there. Like I, I'm, I'm a little bit with you on that front. Like I, I, I've heard nothing but good things about the show. I cannot watch shows where that is the theme. Okay, I, can I just can't. Uh, the last thing I did this week is on Hector's suggestion. Uh, I got on my PS5 and I downloaded Alan Wake. Uh, the remake. It is really good. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm only in chapter two. It is a game that has shown its age. And mm-hmm. I only say this, I probably wouldn't have thought this otherwise, but I just finished God of War, which is such an amazingly <laughs> polished game. And like every time I get a collectible or something, they, my game like quietly auto saves in the background. And then I play Alan Wake and I just lost 30 minutes because like these monsters rushed me. And it wasn't that I lost 30 minutes. I also had to go back and get all those collectibles and everything again. And I was mm-hmm. like, mother. Fucker. Gotta get them thermoses. Right? Like, motherfucker, <laughs> how dare you? But it's a great game. I'll probably talk about it a little bit more um, once I get farther along in it. But th- that is what I'm doing uh, for my creepy October playthrough is Alan Wake having a great time with it. Awesome. That is everything we have for the prelude this week. We're going to take a small break. When we come back, we'll be going into our new segment in the Weekly Raid. Weekly Raid. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Let's kick things off with some festive news. Disney has announced that filming on Hocus Pocus 2 has begun, and the film will come out in fall of 20, 2022. All three Sanderson sisters are returning, and Anne Fletcher, who directed The Guilt Trip, is directing the film. Neat. I mean, yeah. I can't think of a reason not to watch it. I yeah. Mean, I mean, if everybody's coming back at this point. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah. I'm, just, I'm not too old to watch Sarah Jessica Parker do anything. Like, yeah. <laughs> it'll be fun. All right. I hope the cat still talks. Uh, I'm going to... He so, kind of transformed at the end. Yeah, but... Yeah, did he, it, did yeah. he go away and like, transform into I'm not the thinking hole. about the plot of Hocus Pocus. I'm thinking about Hocus Pocus 2 <laughs> 25 years cat. later. You just there, need there to be a talking cat. If we're cat. making a sequel to a movie that old, there should probably be a talking cat. Then yeah, maybe probably. they can use it on the set of Archie when Sabrina shows up. Yeah. No, that's, and then that she's would... allergic to talking animals, apparently. <laughs> uh, Steve uh, Kosniak, the director of Psycho Gorman, yes. opened up about the potential for a sequel to the beloved 2020 hit. Uh, Kosniak said, I want to follow that up with something that delivers. So the more that, because so many people love the movie and they want more from it. And every time I hear that, I'm like, oh shit, I've got to deliver a thing. And guys, I'm really trying. I am working on it. It is a surprisingly Uh, complicated thing to get this off the ground. Sequel mm -hmm. issues, rights and things. I'm just trying to make sure that everything lines up just, and also trying to find, trying to find the way to time to sit down and just write the damn thing. I hope I've got something to announce very soon. This poor guy, man. Ah, oh, fuck. Like, like Psycho Gorman was such a peach of a movie, mm-hmm. and it's it, it, the, it was so referential and so meta and so its own thing the entire time. I like. I don't know how you make a sequel to that. I I think like a, a director who had or a writer who had more like stand your ground would have probably been like, you know what the sequel to Psycho Gorman is. You watch it again, right <laughs> so, after you watched it. There was a great comment. I was I was in uh, I mean, on I was on Facebook with a bunch of friends. And we were all BSing about Psycho Gorman, mm-hmm. and one of the descriptions I saw for it that was absolutely standout to me was when you picture a group of people playing a D and D campaign and you want to put it on the screen. It's normally something like what like Critical Role does. Sure, it's very serious. Mm-hmm. Everybody plays their roles. I'm the wizard. I'm the thing. 
Psycho Gorman is like what actually happens when you get with your friends and play D and D, and you're all just drinking and just making shit up. Yep, that's what Psycho Gorman. All right, so we're all Power Rangers, right? Yeah, but then Psycho Gorman shows up and literally starts tearing the flesh off of an angel (laughs) right in front of y'all, and y'all are just watching. And then like, (laughs) then you have Psycho Gorman, the giant hulking alien monster that the children control, Mm -hmm. have an existential crisis because maybe he does like hunky dudes. Uh, you know what? Hunky dudes, there's always a place for them. <laughs> right. So, like, I see why there's the pressure for this movie because it's honestly one of the best movies to come out yeah. over the last, like, so many years. And, like, the fact that it's a kid's horror something movie. something fucked up yeah. and fun in a time of dark. One yeah. of my most memorable pandemic movies, by yeah, far. Absolutely. I cannot recommend that movie enough. Please, Psycho Gorman, if you have not seen it, it's on Shudder. Yeah. Holy crap, please watch it. Do watch Sony has announced that God of War will be coming to PC on January 14th. Uh, It will have some additional armor sets, uh, skins for Kratos' shield, and of course, optimized for high-end PCs. That is very soon. Yeah, man, like uh, DLSS, fucking like 4K textures, all that stuff. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be be an awesome game. That sounds like fun for... I'm glad. I'm happy that this is happening. I I wish more games like... uh, within that yeah. library would come to PC. Yeah, like we, we need... Okay. Sony's rolling them out slowly. <laughs> they are. They're yeah. doing it. Like, people I feel are like it's happening. People on, online are wondering with the acquisition of uh, Blue... Blue Point. Blue Point, if there's a possibility that they... Because they're the ones that did Demon Souls. Yes. If they were, if they're going to be handed the reins to do Bloodborne and put it on PC. Man. That's, that's that speculation, so but that's just what everybody online is going to Please do that. Yeah. I mean, we, we we still need the Uncharted <laughs> collection on PC, right? Yep. We've only gotten, uh, only Uncharted 4 came out on PC. Correct. Uh, did it come out, come out? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not yet. sure it's out thought, yet. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, either yeah. way, like, so we have those. An Uncharted collection would be great. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, just yeah, keep just doing it. We just talked about it. The it's only the f- collection of 4 and its expansions. Right. It's not... But the collection. But I promise you, out. Sony, yeah. an amazing Steam renaissance of your game if you put Bloodborne on Steam. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, the, the game has a lot of multiplayer components. People will flock to it. Mm-hmm. People will play it over and over again. Whole mm-hmm. new people will discover an entirely new From Software game. Some would argue the best one mm-hmm. that they never got to play. Yep. So, I mean... Yeah, do that. It's just smart business. Just at that do point, it. Right? But yeah, got to work coming to PC finally. We're we're now seeing the signs that Sony's willing to play ball with their first party titles. And yes, it is delayed, and they're not doing day one like Xbox That's is doing. Fine. The last two but, years has forced Sony to make these changes that mm-hmm. they did not want to do. No, they did this- not want to ever release these games on PC mm-hmm. at all. But. Unfortunately, you cannot get a PlayStation at all anywhere in the world. Yeah. For any, in fact, they're making a list to maybe be able to get on a list that you have to right. pre-sign up for on their website. Yeah. I'm not joking. That came out this week as well. Mm-hmm. That was um, going to happen. Yep. Yeah, it's in it's in their best interest to do release more software. Yeah. Release them right. on PC and everywhere else, yeah. just because the, that's the only way you can make money is to get it. In, yeah. every, in as many hands as possible. Exactly. Like, they, they know they can't, like, so survive the next year releasing, like, $10 upgrades to last generation games that they're putting on PS5. Yeah. They, like, they, they need to find a bigger cash cow. And since everyone is in development now right now, also because of the pandemic, yep. like, things are delayed. Games are coming slower. We just got a delay. What was cheaper for Sony Santa Monica? To make God of War Ragnarok, in which the main actor, by the way, was very, very hurt and was unable to play Kratos for a while, mm-hmm. or 
hey guys, we have this spare time while he's recovering yeah, to, to remaster God of War and put it on PC. Let's do this like right now. You got to make money somehow, right? It's a smart decision. Straight up. And they and they gave him the time. We already talked about this preview outside of the show, but Sony Santa Monica said, we're just halting production until you're you're healthy and ready and ready to come back when you are ready. Yeah. Not when we say you're ready. You come back when you are healthy to play this role. We want you taken care of. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's we very rarely get to say happy things about the industry. We have to at least congratulate the bare minimum here. Right? Yeah. Yeah. This was, this was a wonderful move on their part because, I mean... Uh, the, the we, Sony we, could have done a lot of shitty things here. They we, could have tried to replace him. They could have tried to dub his voice yep. um, and get someone else to do the mocap. But no, they were like, we'll wait till you're ready. It's your performance. It's your voice. Yep. And I love that. And the fact they got to, they're going to bring more, bring in more money by releasing God of War. We personally know people that have been waiting for God of War to mm-hmm. come to PC. They didn't think it ever would. And they said, yeah. but if it comes out, I'm going to buy it. Yep. So I know at least three people who are right about to play God of War for the first time. And I'm so excited for them. Oh, I all right. Uh, Disney is pushing back the release date of its 2022 movies. According to sources, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness was previously scheduled to arrive in March next year, but will now hit theaters in May 6th. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder will move back uh, from uh, to August from a June date. Uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever shifts from um, August to November 11th. Also, the next Indiana Jones film has been pushed back as well. Mm. This shift will also push back the 2023 films like Ant-Man. The Indiana Jones one, I, I, I just makes sense because when Harrison Ford's recovery time and all of that, because that that massive yeah he got affected. he got injured didn't yeah he got injured on set and that yeah. that fucked up uh, the filming schedule for that mm-hmm. and also fucked it Star Wars' filming schedule whenever <laughs> he got hurt there too stop casting Harrison Ford he's a wonderful man let him chill the fuck out <laughs> like, stop, stop putting him in action roles right yeah like, just stop like her. I know it's where he came from but let him do the like Anthony Hopkins thing where he right? just like sits in a chair and does dialogue <laughs> yep like, he's good at that, that. Uh, um, but yeah I mean this this sucks but I mean we've been talking for the last you know year and a half about even the game, the games industry specifically, all the pushbacks have been happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sucks we're not getting our Marvel movies as fast as we would like them, but maybe it's for the best. I'm okay with that. Uh, I feel like we're I'm old enough to remember when movies stayed in the theater for months. <laughs> right, we're definitely at a saturation you get, point. You get a new one next week. I feel like with the <laughs> the zeitgeist of Marvel stuff, every like like the. The general uh, milieu uh, here on top of all the Marvel stuff is everyone kind of sees what's coming mm. and no one doesn't want it. But at the same time, uh, the the longer between them, I think the better for everyone because we sure. need to put other movies in the theaters more and more right yeah. now. Um, and maybe just give some other people a chance to throw some stuff up there. Maybe. Says the table full of people that have tickets to the Eternals already. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, straight up. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we have tickets to every Marvel movie the weekend it comes out. That's yeah. Just, That's just what Hector we do. Hector is literally the best person. Hector, Hector is, Hector is subscribed to Alamo, and the moment they say uh, oh, yeah. the Eternals are coming, I get I that like, email, and I am online. <laughs> Uh, I'm waiting, I, you know how I'll know Alamo passes back up because Hector will like told me he's like yeah I got it three days ago here's your fucking alert I sent it to you did not fucking re- check your email I'm like no no who checks their email great one from chat here says just give me enough time between Marvel movies to watch all of the Marvel movies again before the new movie that's gonna that becomes exponentially harder it, it is literally exponentially it's harder already it's already impossible yeah. now are you kidding like before Eternals I need to watch 24 <laughs> movies I don't I don't have fucking I'm time in the for middle that. of I think I've started phase three uh, oh, yeah. on my rewatch right now because mm-hmm. I've just 
when sometimes I'm like, I can't remember what the fuck to watch, I just put on Disney Plus and then find where the fuck I left off at. Because it's yeah. one of the Marvel That's movies fair. halfway through. Yeah. And yeah. then I just start there and then I go to wherever I just stop and go to that's sleep. That's why I was going to say, that's why I knew I fell asleep is when it's where it stopped. Yeah, that's, yep. like, that's where I went, no, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And then I start yeah, over done. and it'll go into the next movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Halo Infinite will not be launching with ray tracing capabilities. If you're yeah. unfamiliar with that term, ray tracing <laughs> is a graphics rendering system that makes for more advanced lighting in games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Microsoft has said... Nobody has those graphics cards either, yeah, so that's fine. True. Microsoft has said they're working with AMD to get ray tracing in after launch. And this is not the first announcement of things being delayed until after launch for Halo Infinite as the co-op uh, campaign co-op will not be in at launch either. And also the Forge, correct? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Forge is it, it was Forge and campaign co-op was what they announced. announced at this last point, time. I'm like, I'm just gonna wait six months and then yeah, I'll play I didn't Halo. know the game was going well, to have RTX at all based on yeah. I didn't think the fact gonna, that yeah. we haven't seen it since we only saw the crap version. Right. And that game didn't yeah, have, barely had a lighting model. <laughs> I don't remember that they announced that RTX was on it at all at that. Point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If this was something that was announced but previously I don't remember it if they're just no, saying I don't, hey, I don't, think it was announced. I don't remember cool. Halo even having so much as an RTX yeah, icon I, I, on it I, I think this would be cooler if they'd be like hey by the way we're adding RTX which would have been the can. way to frame that wouldn't yeah it? it's <laughs> yeah. a way better get sentence your, P- get your PR people <laughs> yeah, in line Halo work with your marketing people on this like, <laughs> yeah, like none of us thought it had ray tracing the last time we saw it the fucking grunt looked like a PS1 character <laughs> I mean there are people who are way more involved in the day to day aspects of Halo's development and they're waiting on those updates I'm just one of the people who's on the sidelines going, it's releasing the day after my Destiny expansion. I fucking hate you. Oh, dude, like everything got got pushed into that zone. I mean... Uh, what is it? What what else comes out like right right when Destiny there's, comes like, there's out? There's so much shit this December. Yeah. So that much is, shit. And then oh oh, oh, uh, Elden, oh you know Ring, what it is? Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Elden Ring got Elden pushed Ring back. Elden Ring comes out like two days before Destiny. Or it's, it's or afterwards or something. Yeah. It's just one of them. It's it's. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. February. I mean, it's not like Tony's going to be playing Elden Ring, but like I see. Yeah. Like no, I'll, I'll be playing. I'll be picking between Elden Ring and Horizon Forbidden West. Oh, that's true. You yeah. will. So it's rough. Oh, and see, I was trying. I was going. I'm still going to try and get you to go on that Destiny that that weekend. I want to play. I want to play New Destiny too. The expansion looks great because at that point, I mean, like, I don't know when. I got to think about this. How to even get to a jumping on point because the game is so currently continual that you have to get on and get leveled up at some point. Oh, yeah. I don't think an expansion, honestly, is the best idea for that anymore. Because it's just too much uh, that it's going to try to throw at you at once, but also it throws you so much. I don't know. I got... I'm side tangent. We'll, we'll, we'll figure yeah, it we'll out. We'll figure it out later. Yeah. Destiny side tangent. Welcome to it. If you've never listened to our show before, we often... I just want Destiny Hector to get on beforehand so he can get Galahorn because it's coming in December. I, yeah. And... Oh, wait, that is a separate purchase because it's not part of Game Pass. I was going to say everything. <laughs> they just added um, Destiny 2 on PC oh, uh, as current setup to right. Game Pass. Mm-hmm. So until February, you basically get all of Destiny 2 shit. Nice. Last news item before we talk about DC fandom, y'all. Yeah. Unfortunately. Oh, is it not good? We're going to be talking about Activision Blizzard. Fuck. Oh. I was Fuck we those just, guys. I know, I know, like, but we need to keep the updates rolling in because a lot has happened. Uh, Activision Blizzard said this week they've taken disciplinary action against more than 20 people so far at the company and that 20 others have exited the company. That's a big up, uh, got fired, by the way. Yeah. Um, the company posts the lawsuits levied against them. Um, they've added new positions to the ethics and compliance team and are tripling their investment in training resources. 
That being said, they are fighting back against the lawsuits against them. Mm -hmm. uh, instead of trying to untangle all of this for y'all, I'm going to give you the 411 directly from GameSpot. I would just want to quote them because it's a little bit more eloquent than what I could do. So this is what they said. In a move apparently meant to put a temporary halt on California's lawsuit in an investigation, Activision Blizzard objected to a non-complex designation for the case, saying in a court filing that there are allegations of the Department of Fair Employment and Housing Attorneys violating ethics rules, including advising Activision Blizzard employees to not consult with their own lawyers. Yeah. It also alleges that some of the DFEH's attorneys previously worked for the U.S. Equal Opportunity Commission, an agency uh, currently having disagreements with California's agency. Um, this was all information that was obtained by GameSpot via court filings shown to them by Activision, and right now there's no decision regarding their request. Right. So basically, they can say that, you know, we're trying really hard to do better, but in court, where they're actually being taken to task and might actually be punished for the actual horrible shit they did they're fighting back in every way they can right which is fucking capitalism that's just yeah. what they do what every company does it you, tries its best not to lose money i don't think hector did you watch suits just just suits it's, it's just suits it's it just is, imagine it whatever is. stupid lawyers show that's what's happening with i mean this. that that is part of their lawyer's job is to find a hole in the defense and yeah straight up and this isn't even one of those things this is like a this is a what we in legal speak you would call a trumpian bargain <laughs> rather than a faustian bargain this isn't meant to do what they they say it's meant to do they filed this to slow everything down so that whatever comes after is less severe than before and it's further outside the news cycle right yeah it's a complicated thing and like you said we're trying to keep everybody appraised to it uh one of the things one of the things that i've been seeing online and i just want to speak kind of openly about this because i do follow a lot of game dev twitter um just because it's one of my passions and there have been there have been people who recently have been hired at Blizzard mm -hmm. and when they, it's one of the places they've always wanted to work their whole life and they get on Twitter and they kind of celebrate it. There's been a part of the internet who's kind of come down on them for going and working for a company that has had such a uh, negative set of things rallied against them right uh. now. And first off, don't do that. Yeah, like, the, the, dude, it, it like is, people, people are just I trying to celebrate money, the job. <laughs> it is from an extreme place of privilege that you tell a fellow laborer not to seek employment right. where they can get it. But on fuck the, you, have you seen the economy? But on the other side of that, there are genuinely people coming from inside the house that are trying to make changes. Correct, and which and is so, kind of the only way to do it because the only other way is to burn the company down from the outside. Right, which we're trying, but they're billionaires. Man. Or let right. the crows pick at the carcass as. Right. It's, it's there so yeah, yeah it's one nice. of those things that like there there is change that's being made within the company we've just got to give it time it's just really shitty to have these two news articles kind of back to back of like hey here's all the changes that we're making but also we're fighting all the litigation yeah and you're just like oh god damn it blizzard so, in the meantime while they spend all this money fighting litigation and trying to hire new people expect the next three to five blizzard and activism you know games be to way, be bad you know it would be way better Actually, for them and probably be cost them less money um, if they made good games? Oh, no. If they just... If Diablo you know, if, they, if they actually just said, we're going to stop fighting this and just 
fuck it, let's pay him. Let's get this shit done. Let's no, no, that move, would let's be move perfect. On. If, if, let's fucking move on. If Activision Blizzard came out and said, no had, contest, had some... <laughs> guilty all around, hit me with my fines. You know what the maximum fine is in the United States for shit like this? It's nothing. It's nothing. It's not like what they spend in a day on marketing for Call of Duty. They mm. could literally just be like, yeah, we fucked these people over. Here's all of the money you say we owe them for this. We will do better. Let's move on. That would be it. That would be the end of the PR. Scandal. That'd be it. Yeah. And you know what? Every even me, I'd be like, you know what? At least mm-hmm. they fucking ponied up some cash. Yeah. But like this shit and the fact that their games keep coming out bad. There's a really good YouTuber. Um, that it, forgive the name. His name's Nerd Slayer. Just I know it reeks of like the nineteen like late nineties. But anyway, he makes these really great retrospectives on games we all used to play online that are now dead. And he just backs up with facts, what makes them dead, why they're gone now, what either the servers have been shut down or they have a lower concurrent player rate than like less than 100, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like, there's it will be shut down any day now. He just did one for the remastered Warcraft that came out. Which came out like last year. Or the last year, year. Or last year. It came out during the pandemic. Yeah. Or I maybe, it came out like maybe, two years ago. Maybe like, the year before, but it was such a disaster on launch and already now it went so unfixed. That it's just dead. Yeah. And did Blizzard's and that not was working of, on it? And they're and, busy. And Warcraft 3 prior to that game's launch was still one of the most popular and most played games yep. in their catalog. And let's not forget, you cannot buy that game anymore. You can nope. only buy the remastered version, which, which is, is broken. terrible that, that everyone hates. Yep. So uh, I did... Thanks, I guess, Blizzard, for pulling a Rockstar. Rockstar's about to do the exact same thing with GTA 1 through 3, by the way. Uh, yeah, that's it's it's a weird situation. I'm just going to like put <clears throat> my headphones on and close my eyes and say, please, Overwatch 2, be good. Please, um, Overwatch 2, be good. Everything also, else. Like, also, also let Blizzard trash. be in a good functional state by the time Overwatch 2 comes out because I want to pay for a good quality product, but I do not want to support a company that's still being shit. That would also be great. Yes. I would just love for the game that I am a fan of still somehow that, that you make just to keep being good, please. It's all I ask. Maintain this level of quality. All right. That is everything that we have for the news this week. We are going to take a small break. And when we come back, we are going to go into our main segment in the boss room. Boss room. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. This is the Boss Room, our main talking point for the show. Sometimes related to the news, sometimes not. Uh, this week was DC's fandom, a full day event of DC announcements and reveals. Uh, I just wanted to nab some of the highlights and discuss them with the table. Uh, we can't cover everything, obviously, we would be here for hours. Uh, so let's go ahead and just jump right in. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson announced the spinoff movie to Shazam called Black Adam. Uh, it's going to be released on July 29th, 2022. Uh, I was just kind of curious. Do we have some Shazam fans? Are you excited for this? Like, where, I, where I've been on waiting this? on this fucking movie for so fucking long at this goddamn point. <laughs> oh, another fucking year. Okay. Tony, t- Tony's very excited. I really liked the first Shazam movie. I never got to see it. And this, okay. is, and this is not a sequel. This is to, the spinoff. So. Is, yeah, no, no, no. But we might need to make that a movie night. I'm actually very surprised. It is surprised really fun. It is a one. kid's superhero movie that is uh, it, it done is, by a really cool director who... At the time it came hmm. out... Shazam was the best DC movie. 
Okay. Like by a lot. Like it was. It wasn't soulless. It wasn't you know overly grim dark. Um, but it still managed to keep the stakes real mm -hmm. uh, in, in very much the same vein as like a, a Spider-Man so, movie. So like, both like a Aquaman and Shazam movie. are both on my list. Okay, so Aquaman is fine. I recommend Aquaman, but Aquaman is a fun like background, like maybe Sunday morning, Saturday afternoon watch. Okay. Aquaman is fine, easy to sit through, yeah. um, and then you know then then it's over. Mm -hmm. And it's fine, and you were like, yeah, that was fun. Shazam is actually a movie we're sitting down and watching. Shazam is a lot of fun from start to finish. You get banger performances, both from the children and the adults who play them. Mm -hmm. um, and you get a kid who suddenly can turn into an adult and is has Superman powers, but also like lightning and shit. Yeah. Um, in Philadelphia. And it really does just feel like drab ass, dark, overcast Philadelphia the entire time. Okay. So I don't know. There's a contrast there that works really well. Mm. Um, yeah, the writing is good. It's a fun movie to watch. So I was actually really into the sequel that they have coming out. Mm. I don't know anything about Black Adam, like literally anything. But I know he's played by The Rock. So I'll pay to see this movie. And I know that The Rock has been was vying to be in this movie for yes. even before the movie was conceived. Yes, like apparently was, The Rock has like if The Rock got a superhero because he knows he looks like a large cartoon character. Yeah. Apparently he picked Black Adam. He's like, right. oh, that one. Yeah, he's been wanting to play Black Adam for a very long time. Yeah. And before like <laughs> this is weird, like so even before we had like all these weird deals with Disney, like he was like and DC was trying to start this shit. He was like, I want to play Black Adam. Yeah. And everybody's like, really? He's like, yes. Why? He's like, and I, when you look at the characters, like, yeah, it totally makes sense. Mm -hmm. That's I, I love that he, he's super on board for with this character. And hot damn, when? It's like, why do I have yeah. to wait longer? I get it. I know. <laughs> Gotta I, wait a year. Gotta wait a year longer. He's busy <laughs> filming his spinoff for the Fast and Furious franchise. You be patient. <laughs> yeah, you get one or the other. You either get Shazam or you get Fast and the Furious. Hobbs and Shaw 2 or whatever. <laughs> uh, Jason Momoa came out and announced uh, that December 16th, 2022 is the uh, release date for Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Uh, James Wan uh, made an appearance saying that it's going to be a, quote, globe-trotting adventure that isn't afraid to embrace its fantasy. Okay, yeah. I mean, All that's right. great. They need that. There was... Um, uh, okay, uh, no spoilers. There is a scene in Aquaman where um, a lot of things come to a head. You get kind of a big battle scene. Sure. But this big battle scene is the most extra thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Okay. Not just because of the big spectacle and all the crazy ocean shit happening where you're like, what is... Is that just like a dude riding a giant seahorse with a laser? So you're you're watching all of this. <laughs> Why have I missed this movie? No, I don't know. <laughs> like, like, they literally... There's a scene in this scene where they go and they're like, here's the crab kingdom. Here's the, I don't know, fucking Pacific Coast kingdom. And they're, they all have their different styles. Some of them are just crabs. Some of them are like crazy fantasy creatures and they gloss over them all mm. for in like like less than 10 seconds and then they smash them together <laughs> in like like fucking if i don't get one crab holding up wielding a <laughs> knife and just flailing it around movies over oh yeah no 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 you will not be disappointed this movie like the movie needs to embrace its fantasy mm. because the whole time I was watching the first one, the second time I saw it, which was with a friend who doesn't really watch superhero movies. He was just over that night. He was like, this is fucking ridiculous. And I was there just grinning ear to ear like, mm. yeah, it is. Look at the dude with the laser eyes and the bug head. Look at the people who can like supersonic swim. 
Right. Like, I don't know what's going on. They can move water out of a specific space to, like, talk inside of it. I don't know what this fantasy water magic is, but... Yeah, they don't explain any of it, and it's just good. I, They're like... I don't need them to explain wait, wait, whoosh, it. We're in a bubble now. We're talking. Like, I need, All right, that's I, what I need we're doing. them to world-build with it. Yeah, right. They, exactly. just... Just like, hey, so we do this in these buildings so we can walk around and talk to each other. Like, let's just world build with this little bit. Right. If you can do that, I'm super in for the next one. Okay. So the next topic, I think, is a little bit one of probably the most important topics that they brought up during this whole event. Mm-hmm. DC showed off a new project called the Milestone Initiative. So I want to kind of bring out the byline for this and we can discuss it. Okay. So this is their quote. Uh, with an aim to identify, support, and elevate emerging diverse writers and artists within the comic book industry. The Milestone Initiative gives fans in the U.S. the opportunity to apply for the Milestone Initiative Development Program, which includes a one-week in-person training seminar in D.C.'s Burbank, California offices, followed by an eight-week virtual technical training course through the prestigious uh, Kubert School, where participants can hone their storytelling skills and become part of the next wave of great comic book writers and artists. The Milestone Initiative is the inaugural program from DC's Next Generation DC, which is a talent recruitment, mentoring, and development program designed to increase access and opportunities for writers, illustrators, and creatives from unrepresented communities across the globe to contribute to DC comic book content expand representation and tell authentic stories for some of the most recognizable characters in comics. Now this was a pretty big presentation. Mm -hmm. And if you watched it, there was a lot of blunt talk about how people of color, um, how few people of color exist within the comic book industry. Yeah, quite a bit. DC is hoping by doing this initiative, they can change that. And they spent a lot of time on it And, and not in a, this felt like you're beating me over the head right, with it. I didn't feel like it, they were pandering it, to anybody. It felt like a, no, we genuinely care about this. And we need we to have, have this discussion. We have a, a black artist and writer who are here to say like, we need more people of color representation in comics and this is how the fuck we do it. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it was beautiful to watch, to it be was, perfectly honest. Yeah, no, I, when I saw that, uh, I didn't watch it live. I watched the recording afterwards. Like that was a, that was a really cool moment. Like those two guys were talking about uh, like like the comics that they had done and what it meant to them and how they had you know modeled it after their own experience and how they just needed more of that like yeah. everywhere in, in in all of comics and all you need because they knew that like they were saying like we know so many people of color love these things mm-hmm. and they're, they're, and we know that so many of them are creative if we can just yeah. give them a incentive to be creative in this direction mm-hmm. without having to hope beyond hope that like they might you know catch a shooting star then more people would do it and that's mm-hmm. what we need yeah they're like we're just gonna hold a basic contest and is that an art contest or a writing contest and you get to submit and we just pick you out and we pick you up and we put you through this training course and most likely eyes are going to be on you after that yeah like that's huge that is such massive of all the things that we're going to discuss here that is something that in another timeline we could look at and say, well, that's just corporations just trying to like, you know, sell, sell right. out to everybody. But this didn't feel like this discussion that was happening between these writers and artists at DC that, that were black mm-hmm. felt like we're here for this initiative. Mm-hmm. We want to make this thing happen. Please. We need more people like us represented in the comic books community. And they just have not been given the chance for that. Like, 
fuck this is that's it like i'm sorry i was the entire dc fandom like the entire event was great the announcements were fantastic this entire section just like holy fuck i just i have no words for it i'm sorry no it was it was really good agreed um so moving on from that there was a little bit more of suicide squad kills the justice league shown off uh this was the first kind of real look at the game and it feels like Rocksteady has put a lot more humor into the game since we last got a preview, especially like King Shark. I'm not saying they were influenced. They may have had the script already done, mm-hmm. but there's definitely this James Gunn feel when I watched the preview for this game. There is, and it might have been because they knew James Gunn was making the movie and they just maybe looked at some of his earlier work as far as that stuff goes. But also, like, the the, 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 the Harley Quinn model looks a lot more like Margot Robbie mm. than she used to. Mm. That being said, Rocksteady has made the three greatest Batman games of all time yep. in a row consecutively. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking massive feat all on its own. Because Batman games before that were very, very basic. And yep. they made the first game to make you really feel like Batman, and then they just kept iterating. They also made the game that all superhero games basically clone now. That too. Yeah. So the this studio that is currently making two games... Um, is just doing some amazing things with, and I'm I'm very very excited to play this game, um, just because I know that the game will look great, that it'll play great because they have really great controls all the mm-hmm. time, that it'll have very good, mostly comic accurate, but usually kind of a melange of like comic books and like modern shows in their characters. I don't know. It's just it's. They get it. It's like the best way to put it. Yeah. They get Batman and its fandom, and every time they make a game, you see it front and center. Of all the trailers that came out during this, I honestly feel like Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. If you can go and watch that on YouTube, like just pause the episode right now, go watch this. It is like I was like just dying laughing. Mm-hmm. Like I can't even explain it. But yeah, go watch this trailer. It has very. I don't even think think it has gameplay in it. It's just a no, CG no. It, it's, thing. it's just a bunch. It's just a bunch of. I think it's a few trailers back to back. A lot like you would see a Suicide Squad squad movie trailer. Yeah, um, yeah. Like just to, to like the the only story I'll tell you about Rocksteady that like really gave me faith in the first game is that no one made them use Kevin Conroy for Batman. Right. They could have used any video game voice they wanted. Could have used the old Nolan North. He would have done a great job. Mm-hmm. Could have used Troy Baker. He would have done a great didn't job. Have, didn't have to use Mark Hamill for Joker. Didn't have to use Mark Hamill for Joker. But they were like, no, those are the voices of these characters. Yeah. We will hire them. Yep. <laughs> like that. And that's how much they get Batman. The Peacemaker TV show was shown off, uh, announced to be coming January 13th of 2022 on HBO Max. If you didn't see the trailer. I didn't. All you need to know, all, all you need to know, is that Peacemaker has a pet bald eagle named Eagly, and honestly, I would die for him. <laughs> I, I didn't even know that. I just I cannot but, wait yeah, to okay, cool. see this fucking show. And as soon as they started rolling the trailer for it, I left the room because yep. I was like, nah. James Gunn's doing a show on HBO starring so, John Cena about a comic book <laughs> character. Show me the whole show or show me nothing. Right. Yeah. So that's the thing about this trailer is that it doesn't really show a whole lot. Um, but it is just like, hey, hey, here's the introduction to the character. Here's his his supporting cast and who they're going to be. 
Um, it's a very basic bare bones thing that mm-hmm. he does. Uh, but obviously James Gunn loves to have some kind of animal character. Yep. Eagly is that animal character. God, this he, is so good. He, he has, so James Gunn has a very specific thing. He does in all his superhero movies where it's the, everybody like walking in a straight line towards the camera. Mm-hmm. And so like this has that shot and there's like Eagly just like hanging out. And he's, <laughs> it's and literally a bald eagle. Walking just a bald eagle like walking around bobbing his head. And like, I just, uh, yeah, you don't need to watch the trailer, but if you do want, if you're having a bad day, if you're having a bad <laughs> day you and you want to get a smile on your face, watch the piece. When's this coming out? When's this uh, coming it's out? coming out January 13th. Or just wait till January. 13th. Sure, you can wait till January. Just wait, wait but, till but, January 13th. What I'm saying is right now we're in, in a very difficult time where sometimes people are not, do not have a smile on their face. Mm-hmm. And if you need one, watch this trailer. It, it will put a smile. This on your is face. just before Halloween. This is the only time I like, if you don't have a smile on your face, just cut one there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So they also did a tenth. Or sorry, it was a twentieth. I have it wrong in my notes. It was the twentieth anniversary of Smallville. Oh yeah, definitely twentieth. A lot of cast uh, it was, had memories and yeah. things to say about it, yeah. and so that made me feel old. Mm-hmm. Also, they introduced Superman's new slogan, which is I guess upsetting fanboys or something, which slogan? is. Truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. Right, rather than the American oh. way. Right. Yeah, it's fine. So, so a certain the American way sucks. A certain type of people. I'm waiting that, for it to switch back to up, up, and away the fuck out of here. A certain type of people that may have horrible flags on the back of their cars mm-hmm. and maybe Punisher skulls seem to be very upset taking away the American way from the slogan and saying we want a better tomorrow is offensive. Do you know oh. why they're offended by that? Because they know they're the reason we can't have the American way anymore. They're the bad part of the American way and they're offended that we had to change it because they suck. I think it's actually a better evolution of the character showing that, and I totally agree with that. Right? Like, I, I love that. But uh, the uh, change of the Superman as a character, his identity to what he means to the world, whenever it's supposed to be about this pro-America first agenda, whenever it sure. came out during those times, but we kind of look at the world and have the internet and go, maybe not everyone's evil and we should all just like, I mean, we show the fuck we out. Exist like, in a time that's in which... the world he wants to be to mm-hmm. have a better tomorrow. Because right. that's not America. That's no country right now. Yeah. He wa- we need a better tomorrow because you need. Yeah. It's the there should always be something to strive towards. Yeah, and a better tomorrow is kind of it at the end of the. Yeah, we we move towards progress away from. Suffering. I want truth. I want idea. justice, and a better tomorrow. I mean, yeah. that's that's really if all Superman's I want in the fucking world. To, and if he actually believed in truth and people justice, say maybe, like it said for a long time, we said thing. on the show that you know the Superman values of truth, justice, and American way doesn't feel like a modern sensibility anymore yeah. because it's, of the third part feel, though. Like, it feels like yeah. that is for the Superman of the future the man right. of tomorrow I right. would be terrified that's an excellent point Tony that is one of his uh, names the man of tomorrow mm-hmm. and this this fills that America isn't the future because, the world is the future because right, right now yeah. when you, you think American yeah. Superman you <laughs> think fucking Homelander right that's exactly what we think I mean I like Homelander for different reasons but yeah no we, you don't you don't like Homelander <laughs> I mean I like I, you, I, I, I enjoy the show. I enjoy the show. Murderous. But if I was five feet away from Superman and five feet away from Homelander, I would have two very, very different different directions. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So let's. What <laughs> would be an? Oh my God! He's going to kill me. <laughs> erection. So, let's get into DC animation. Um, so. Injustice was shown off. The and best part of DC. I don't want to talk about it because it's it is actually out now. I think. 
This was on my like, hey, by the way, are we doing anything on Friday? Because I think Injustice is out. There's and another Injustice? Injustice. No, the animated movie yeah, Injustice, yeah. which has not existed, oh, is now out. I I've never came, read the comic. I should probably just watch that. Yeah, or just play watch the game. It's but, literally the third iteration of it. But yeah. but yeah, I think it came out on the 19th. But yeah, Injustice is out. This is the alternate <laughs> universe where something bad happens. Superman becomes evil. People fight him. That's what Injustice is. Cool. Um, but yeah, it should be out now. Oh, um, yeah. There is a, a Pixar-styled film that's going that was shown off called DC's League of Super Pets. Oh, yeah. Now, this is a weird thing because it's a very Pixar-style movie. Mm-hmm. Like, when you look at the animation, you're like, is that Pixar? But it's not. But it, it definitely looks like it. So the cast is Dwayne Johnson, Kevin Hart. Vanessa Bayer, John Krasinski, Diego Luna, Natasha Leone, Kate McKinnon, and Keanu Reeves. Jesus Christ. And they are all playing the DC super pets. So yeah. there's Crypto the dog. Yeah, there's, there's a whole comic book about all no, the no, different. This is, like, yeah. this is like a Spider-Verse level cast. This is very, very good. Yes. Wow. Um, if you, like, one of the, I wasn't completely sold on it other than the where, fact where the is cast this coming is like, out at, at? it's going to be a theatrical it's release. Oh, it's a theatrical release for this. It's going to be a theatrical release. Okay, so oh. this is just like HBO DC Max. animated Pets on screen. Okay, sure. I, I mean, can't wait for my Alamo pass. Like it's fun. It, like I just it's ridiculous. I don't individually pay like for that. It, it, <laughs> if you want to know, like this is one of those things. Where I'm like the trailer doesn't spoil anything. If you want to see if you're interested or not, just watch the fucking trailer because there's like an entire thirty oh. seconds of the trailer where there's Crypto the dog staring at the Batman dog, and the Batman dog is just sitting there peeing on something, and they're locking eyes. And the, the like the Superman dog is just like, I can't, how long are you going to do this for? And he's like, I can do this forever. <laughs> and, and just like, I shit you not. If you don't lose it yeah, at that no, part of the trailer, Batman, yeah. like, like there it is. Like, yes, okay. I want to see this. Okay. I've enjoyed do some of the pets, comics, and who, animated stuff that they've done in the who's past. Who's the so studio is, making good. it? Is it like uh, DreamWorks? Or I don't have the... the like, it's probably not Sony... Uh, no. Man, I don't know. I know DreamWorks has been killing it lately, but but I don't know. But yeah, Whoever's watch the trailer the for DC's League will, of Super Pets. I will Pets. check that trailer DC's League of Super Pets. Uh, they showed off an anime Catwoman movie, and it looks good. I want to see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Love, love, love good. Catwoman in all uh, One of the things that we noticed, that we were talking about this in Discord, we were chatting as the event happened. Mm-hmm. I think this movie was actually originally animated for a Japanese audience and okay. dubbed in English. Does it have an anime okay. like look to it's, it? It's the mouth flaps. Okay. Oh. Right? We watch a lot of DC stuff, and obviously they get the mouth flaps for an American audience. Mm-hmm. This feels very like it was written and recorded in Japanese, and it's being dubbed in English. Okay. And the shapes are... Generally, when it comes to animation mouth shapes, there are different... When you're doing different languages, the overall shapes... There's the eight basic shapes, yeah. but they're different culturally because we don't use the same sound structures for everything. Correct. Yeah. We, we do a lot of O's. They do a lot of E's. Yeah. So the, the shaping is yeah. different for those things. Mm-hmm. And those enunciations will come across looking funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I've seen enough cartoons in my life. To, I don't really give a shit. I just it's watched been it, dubbed or subbed at this point. I just watched it, it nothing entire, will ever be done better than the Navi language, so I, I'm kind of over it. We'll, I, we I just watched an entire Squid Game dubbed, so I don't care that the anime for Catwoman is going to be dubbed. Yeah, like, yeah. I watched Squid Game dubbed too. I'm was, here for it. I was able to I've walk been, around while I've, I watched I've been it. enjoying Netflix's dub stuff for quite a while now. Yeah. Like, I could, Dark was the first where I, I kind of like 
learn to stop 3%. worrying and love the dub. 3% was that one for me. I, so it's like, fuck it. It's in Portuguese. Yeah. There's no fucking way I'm yeah. going to be able to deal with this. Well, yeah. Growing up an anime kid, I was always very, very anti-dub, right? It's, 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 it's lazy and it's blah, blah, blah. And usually, in my defense, the dub was bad for almost all anime universally. Um, and when Netflix, it was an evolving art form. Right. When Netflix started doing it, it was good. And when I finally watched Dark, which is German in English... I could barely tell. Most of the time, I forgot. There's a couple of Norwegian shows that are like in Norwegian that mm -hmm. I, my memory of them is in in, in English at this that's point. That's just how your brain processes things. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that's the way with uh, subtitles too. You you'll remember the actor's voice in English, but never speaking it because your mm -hmm. brain doesn't process the memory of the words. Yeah, of, yeah. The, of the written word itself, you yeah. remember the structure of the thing mm -hmm. yeah, memories and, are interesting and from chat we have a the sub is better for squid game and i believe you i really do i assume you glean more from the dialogue when you read it and i assume you're more invested while you're watching it i just i just didn't i, I, oh, that was what I did, wasn't ready to be that engaged yeah. what i did for three percent and what i did for a lot of the earlier uh, netflix stuff was i put it on dubbed and put the subtitles on. So oh, I, would, I would listen to oh, it yeah. and read it along and you would get this, some sentences made more sense in ink, like mm -hmm. spoken oh, and some sentences that. made more sense read. Also, right. you get to learn. Yeah, we, you learn. Some emotions come across better, some do not. When, um, I, I noticed this a lot watching any K-dramas is, or any- But you really have to pay attention to Any Korean right. movies at all. The emotions <laughs> come out very differently there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, the animated Harley Quinn came out to apologize. Yes, I, that, that is a correct statement. Mm -hmm. The animated Harley Quinn came out to apologize for the show not being ready yet. And so there was a big thing with like King Shark came out and they said, look, we're sorry the show's not out. We've been working really hard on this. It's our bad. Yeah. But then they showed uh, a new presentation, which was something by Matt Reeves and J.J. Abrams, which is a brand new animated series called Batman Caped Crusader. It's meant to evoke a 1940s noir aesthetic. Yeah. And it's supposed to be kind of not necessarily be before Batman, the animated series, but definitely feels like that's where it would fit. Almost like a Batman year one. Yeah. Batman well, if you remember, there's a part of Batman, the animated series where we go all the way back to like Lucius and uh, like the, the, the guy who he had making like his first Batmobile and it had like a big bat on the front and kind of just looked like a Cadillac. I feel like that's the style they're going for. Mm -hmm. And yeah, man, that sounds cool. I'm into it. It's going to be dark. You're really um, weird eared Batman. And it's in the, it's it's in the poster, and yeah. it's from the original like original drawings of Batman. Yeah. I call them the weird year Batman because he's got they got yeah. a weird cut to them, which was yeah. the nineteen forties look for yeah. Batman. I, yeah, yeah, I I'm super on board with this. Minus, I mean, JJ Abrams being attached, but you know, he's not directly fucking. I think, I think so. if he can produce it, it I'm all yeah. I'm I really fine. like it when JJ Abrams gives money to other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there you go. He can produce <laughs> the shit out of a movie. Just don't so, behind the camera. But in better news, more footage of the game Gotham Knights was shown, revealing the villains at the center of the game. More Rocksteady games. Now, this yeah. isn't Rocksteady. Rocksteady's not working on this. Really? This Gotham Knights is a different studio. Are you sure? Yes. These games look remarkably similar. So so if you're not familiar with it, Gotham Knights um, takes place in a world where Batman supposedly died. It does feel very much like the Arkham series. Mm -hmm. In fact, I think they still use the same logo for Arkham. Yeah, they that. totally did. Um, you play as Batwoman or Batgirl, Nightwing, Red Hood, and Robin. 
And the villains that were revealed were the Court of Owls that are going to be attempting to take over Gotham City. Okay, so it's WB Montreal. You're yes. right. Okay, yeah. They're, yeah, they're, they're not Rocksteady, but they're they're not far off. But they're yes. like adjacent. Correct, though. yeah. Style, yeah, yeah. Which is why I think they actually have the, if Some I remember the trailer correctly, mm-hmm. when they show the Arkham logo, it's the yes. exact I, I, same logo. I believe logo. they're using the same asset pool to give the games a similar look. I believe this is I'm this is absolute speculation well, also, on my part that they want these things to be seen as taking place in the same universe. Yeah, right. From a corporate which, level, a lot of places do speculation that. Speculation like, you know, wise, the universe. Mm-hmm. sorry for spoilers at a game that came out like five years ago, but like theoretically at the end of the last Batman Arkham game, he died. Yeah. So it. Theoretically, this could be a continuation of that universe. Mm-hmm. So I'm down for it. They just haven't showed enough of the gameplay because I'm like, okay, we've got four characters. Are they working in tandem? Are you is a co-op multiplayer? You, didn't, you game? didn't play the third game, did you? I played a little bit of the third game oh, where like a partner would yeah, yeah, a partner would show up. Yeah, there'd be partners, and you could you could play with them. Um, you could work combos between them. Right. I think the only thing missing from that between that game and the new game is probably a switch character function. Okay. So, and I, I, if I'm not mistaken, some of the encounters had that already anyway. Mm. But yeah, it should be good. <laughs> the Vertigo series DMZ is going to be getting a four-part limited series on HBO Max. Now, this announcement came way out of left field and threw me for a loop. I mean, like, I, I heard this and I was like, what what, what the fuck? You guys are doing a four-part series based on DMZ? Yeah. Um, I want Tony to kind of take point on this one because you've definitely read more DMZ than I have. I've, I've read all of it at yeah. some point in my life. So it's a four-part limited series, what we know right now. Cool. They're covering, like, the first trade. Okay. So if you're unfamiliar... Or they're, they're doing a select... They're, they're doing a story from DMZ at this point. Right. I don't know what story they're doing because there's a lot of different stories and they're all kind of smaller, shorter stories. Mm. So depending on how much world development we get, it could be a lot of things. If you watched uh, the Netflix's Dracula, those three episodes did a lot of fucking world building and they weren't loosely attached at all. It could be a lot of different things. I don't know. DMZ has a lot of shit. Um, it's a... About New York being a demilitarized zone because uh, the United States has gone to war with itself and all this other shit. That's about it, right. It Which sounds feels- like what you think the what world would have been heading to recently, but it's not. It predates that, so it doesn't feel correct. Maybe they're changing it around a little bit. I'm interested in this. The fact it's a four-part series, ow, is awesome. Yeah. Because... I don't really may think it needs more than that, and mm-hmm. maybe and, and if they maybe what they want to do more, we can do these limited smaller parts. Yeah, because great. there's do it like Black Mirror. There's like eight to twelve. Tra- I can't remember. If there's eight or twelve trades of uh, DMZ. I think there's eight. Cool. So there's enough. There's enough material to do a lot with, mm-hmm. uh, and I think it's a really fun world. So to one of the play things that it. they talked about is that there was a character who was kind of a minor character in, Z, uh, in DMZ called uh, Z Hernandez. Uh, who was a, a former medical student who tried to like aid the citizens of the DMZ. Yeah. Okay. Um, she is going to be a more prominent figure in this one. Basically they said, we read all the trades. She was done dirty. Mm-hmm. Like let's bring her kind of front and center and tell stories through her eyes because the DMZ, this war zone is being handled so differently. Okay. Right. So we have oh. two, it's two factions of I, America. Now I know why. Now I remember. I thank you. Whenever you explain who that character is, like I remember what they did to her. She dies horrifically, very towards the beginning. 
when she's just trying to be the nicest person in the world. <laughs> so <laughs> it's blown up. Like my so now you grenade. get to watch Rosario Dawson apparently die horrifically. That's what's going to happen. But yeah, it's, it's, I hope they actually, since they said he's got done dirty, they're going to change the yeah. like story. So I'm like, mm-hmm. obviously they're going to change the story up. The, the timing and placement and the events mm-hmm. are going to have to be changed and updated. So I don't expect that. I mean, that could be the end, but right. I expect yeah. there to be more of that story because she was very much in the first like trade. Right. And then, but if this, second this so. could I don't just be the first trade, we don't know. But this was one of the things that just like blew my top off. Because I had read the first few trades of DMZ and I absolutely mm-hmm. loved it. And it's one that I always recommend to people, even though I haven't finished it. Um, but for them to say like, hey, by the way, we did this. By the way, we did this silently. Yeah. We are a podcast who talks about nerd shit all the time. Any head major headlines, we talk about it. And they were like, yeah, by the way, we're done filming. We did this thing. And I was like, when? And like nobody... Fucking yeah. You didn't tell anyone? Well, everybody was replacing all the birds. The last couple of years have been weird. <laughs> yeah, well. They're not finished. A lot of the birds are still not acting right. Uh, all right. Batteries are so running. finally to wrap up the show. Hard just, to catch. just changed them all. And I'm sure that none of you watched this but me. But to wrap up the show, we got our first look at the new movie, The Batman. Oh, and yeah. I have very few words for this trailer. No, I watched um, it. We do have it up on Facebook.com slash The Surly Nerd. Now... Like share Previously, I had a and really GNGG cast. Thank you. Not the surly nerd. You should like and share the correct oh, one that thank I just said. You. I, and not the old yes, GNGG cast. Fuck, I did the script wrong. Yep. <laughs> and we have a different name now, y'all. Yeah. Welcome Sometimes to the evening. Sometimes things change. Sometimes things do change. All right. So I had a really good feeling about Robert Pattinson being Batman. Mm-hmm. This movie definitely, the trailer definitely confirmed it. Yeah, I just want to go watch The Lighthouse again now. You just said Robert Pattinson, and I immediately is, go, like, I'm going to go watch The Lighthouse in so, my room alone. So, so I'm not going to spoil the trailer itself, <laughs> but this is a movie that takes place as essentially a Batman year two. Okay. Is, okay, is, so is he's, he's done, he has a car. Right. And he has a suit that And there are rumors not that there's a dude through. running right. around that is in a bat suit stopping yeah. crime. Yeah. Yeah. And so got, very basic beginner level. Right. Batman is mm. detectiving for the first time, detecting the city right. out. And so what we he's know, probably just going to deal with mobsters. I'm guessing is that's that's we, we don't that's know. Exactly what worried yeah. about. Like yeah. when you're no. detecting shit, like mm. mobsters are the easiest ones to find. But but but, but, <laughs> but here's the weird thing about it though, because all the rumors and speculations coming out from TV land is that this is going to be a movie, and it's going to be a long movie. Some people are saying two and a half hours. Some people are saying three. Oh. They're saying that it is a specifically noir story. Okay. And that Riddler is the bad guy, and that you should be looking at him like you would think of the original Jigsaw and Saw. Who is just fucking with Batman the whole time? But in the trailer, we did get to see Penguin. Yeah, and it was a very brief cameo. So we, I don't think, but I don't think this is the old school mentality of multiple villains being the centerpiece. Mm-hmm. Penguin in the trailer, at least, seems like um, a side character that he was there. <laughs> That he was just a character in the universe, yeah. and that at some point Batman will find him. Yeah, but not that he, not we're that establishing ever... he exists in the universe. Right. He's like running a mob, and it's right. just like he's the mob boss. And that's oh yeah. Which I, is if like, you remember, like any of the most recent intro, uh, versions of Penguin, especially in uh, television and in comic books, Gotham. Yeah, got like uh, Gotham and, and comic games. He's just kind just of an ugly leader. fucker who runs mob. He's just a yeah. mob dude. He's yeah. just yeah. that's his job. He's just fucking weird looking now. Yeah, and. Gross and disgusting. I, <laughs> I still ship Penguin Riddler. Watch Gotham. You'll understand why. Sure. Don't watch that show. It's so awful. 
I mean, like, how could you justify telling somebody to get into a show that's like seven seasons of that not good? <laughs> okay, it's only it's only it like a season and a half of that not good. It <laughs> but, gets better, but like it's like Legends of Tomorrow. Once you embrace, once they embrace the ridiculousness of it, right. it's so much fun. Right, so you just ignore the first season. Yeah, right, like, when a story gets into that. the it loves the camp of the camp of it, yeah. it's great. But that first season is awful, right. and it was. Kept, yes, I, it was I, bad. Oh, I'll it was that. so the bat, the Batman, the Batman. When we were showing the movie Penguin, that we're looking forward to, it doesn't seem like the Penguin was like a the, a big main character. Right, he was treated like this is a mob boss that Batman's yeah. going to fight at some point. Mm-hmm. Riddler is the true villain of this. Well, this is thing. like Scarecrow okay. being in every one of Nolan's movies. Right, he's right, and so literally in all of that's, them. He's that's, like, hi, I'm still here doing stupid weird. Scarecrow yep. stuff. They still keep track of the bad guys, y'all. <laughs> yeah, that's the respect. I, I like. I love that, Tony. I love that you make that point mm-hmm. because that is the sensibility that seems to be going into this movie. Where, in the old school way of when we talk about the early Batman films, every villain that showed up had to be front and center. Whereas they all existed in Gotham at the same time, so they can't always be front and center, right? They're always right. doing, you know, they got their machinations in the background, they're doing stuff. That's what this trailer felt like. It was like, hey, we're going to throw Penguin in front of the camera for like a couple seconds because he is not the main Do character. Do you think that's actually a problem with characters that have been around and have so established for so long that something like... And- in my opinion, you added Court of Owls and I was like, cool, so you're telling me this entire conspiracy has been around for a hundred something years, the world's greatest detective figured it out on a fucking like, fluke, <laughs> and that's the whole... really... Yeah, but, dude, but that's common. I, I, I get you, like, no, I get you have to have like, this is the introduction to a story, but sometimes the story just gets a little bit... Mm. You can't justify everything. Yeah. You just also, can't. Court of Owls is amazing as a story. So. It, it really is. It's a really good comic book, but it's... <laughs> I mean, it really is your example, but like, that's a rough example, because you're like, that's brilliant. It's, it's like, brilliant, but it, it's the... Because it's the best example because it is brilliant. Sure. Because it tries to, we've been behind the scenes all along. And I'm like, but have you? Or are you just well, how saying are you, well, that? I, I don't know, man. How do you get more behind the steel, behind the scenes than like the League of Assassins? Which apparently right. the Court of Owls is. Yeah, they, <laughs> like, they're... Wait, this is, this but is Court of Owls up. is only in one city. Just one, it's, it's just one, it's the, micro. Whatever. It's very it's, small. It's, it's Imagine fucking, Court of Ass- uh, the Assassins, but they're like, we only do fucking Detroit okay Whatever. we only take care of one fucking place it's, it, it's the it's red that. room all over again it's like <laughs> right. the entire time we were doing all the Marvel Universe there was a secret like uh, like floating base full of women <laughs> widows and yeah okay fine that was a fun story I'm glad we did it I rewatched it by the way that was a lot of fun is it on Disney now it's on Disney Plus awesome. now yeah, it's, it's, it it's, it's a good rewatch uh, so I just like Florence we're, we, just, we're, she's amazing she's I, better the second time well, she's, she's going to be in all the stuff. She's, she's the Hawkeye. only widow yeah. now, so yeah. Hawkeye's right around the corner, y'all. Yo, God, I'm so Honestly, excited. I went back. She I keep forgetting her name as an actress because she has the most amazing name, mm-hmm. and she's an amazing actress. And I go back and I watch her and all of the things I've watched her in over and over again. And I'm like, fuck, how do I keep forgetting that I love you and everything you, I've seen you, you in? You still haven't watched Midsommar, so. Oh, you should watch well, that's on a. <laughs> it's on a very. Sp- I, I have. There's certain nights like when do I watch Memento? Oh, that's, that's fair, true. Yeah. Memento is a very specific. When event. do I watch yeah. fucking when you, Midsummer? When, when do like, you watch? Yeah, no, I think you, I can only really, watch Midsummer on Midsummer at this point, and that ain't now. It really had to strike you <laughs> when you want to watch. I don't Midsommar. know. I mean, it's 13 Ghost Time for me, so I'm ready to go watch that. Oh, that's fair. All right, so DC fandom has wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this was just 
you know, an entire day dedicated to all things DC. Yeah. From it was thing- a really good paced out live mm-hmm. stream over quite a few hours yeah, if, that yeah, if, didn't overstay its welcome, weirdly, for a very long live stream. Yeah, it's by the like way, 10.30 and like 3.30. Yeah, yeah. yeah if you're watching that's, this. That's fucking long. That's a whole day. And, and you're interested in watching any of this, There, this video is just sitting there um without any commercial breaks of any kind it's just the well, it is all a commercial it's all it is all a commercial but youtube still puts commercials in your commercials yeah. this one does not have it you can watch the entire thing on youtube it's like a three hour long just live stream and you can fast forward and rewind to your favorite parts if you feel like it but it's all there if you feel like watching any of this if you want to go back and watch the trailers that i didn't watch go do that but yeah, it's all also broken up online, so you can find the trailers no, don't individually. Watch any of the trailers, just um, so they're just all kind awesome of final thoughts <laughs> as we kind of watched in, in in bits and pieces all of DC fandom. I get that this was you know a three plus hour advertisement mm-hmm. of everything DC, but it felt like there were a lot of very. Great this is what I wanted. This no, is this what is I great. want from other events. This is the way I want comic book conventions to be handled. I was about to Why say. can't Marvel just do a? This once or twice a year. Nintendo does it once or twice a year. Microsoft, we don't have to have, we can have a physical convention at some point if you really want to do a thing, but Mm -hmm. let it, uh, Microsoft is where this travels the world. They're like, yeah, we do an Xbox event once, one one year it's in Mexico, the next year it's in fucking Germany, and the next year after that it's in fucking like South Africa because people play games everywhere. Let's not always fucking go to Las Vegas. Yeah. And I want them to do that. They're like, yeah, let's put a live event. Um, wherever the fuck we want. Yeah. But in the meantime, let's do these pre-recorded fun things that aren't these weird... I just keep thinking of uh, Sony's bad E3 con- conferences sure, and how sure. much they make my head hurt. I need to see a screen so, on a screen on a stage on a screen. So before <laughs> this video game, we would like to you to enjoy five minutes of art, please. And then video game. Right. Or, yes. and, and don't forget, there's also the five minute walking between for no fucking reason. Oh, we we yeah. absolutely we had an intermission venues for our art. Yes, that is Hector, true. Hector, what did you think about DC Phantom? I actually did watch it probably when I was I, 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 I watched the entire thing. I watched it, I want to say, um, like on Saturday or Sunday after I got home from like some putt-putt golf or something. I was like, what the fuck? There's a three-hour DC event on YouTube? Play, you know, start making like some lunch or something. And yeah, it was great. You, I got out of this, I think what Tony was trying to say is that I would love them for just to do Comic-Con this way from now on. It's yeah. like, here's all the shit coming down the line. You want an interview? That's after the big event. You you want you want a panel? We have those. They're still on this channel. It's a stream right after the big event. Blah, 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 blah. Let's do it that way. I know you're losing the opportunity to sell a ton of Funko Pops, but that's why Amazon exists. Just, no, it'd be cooler because then you could watch a certain number of videos to unlock other secret videos to unlock. I don't want any of that. Stop capitalizing the stream, Tony. A weird extra cover Stop of giving this them one ideas. comic book. But I mean, there was there were some giving them ideas. There were things that that happened here that we didn't even discuss, like the fact that this is the 80th anniversary of Wonder Woman. Exactly. And they did oh, an that entire, was a really cool little bit. An they did entire there. panel yeah. of just like, what does Wonder Woman mean mm-hmm. as the first female superhero to the world? Right. There was a bit about uh, the upcoming Blue Beetle movie that was like, yeah. By the way, in case you don't read the comics, Blue Beetle is Hispanic, and we're doing a Blue Beetle movie, and the entire cast is written, directed, everything by a Hispanic crew. Yeah. Like, these are all things that was, those are kind of like minor points that were like in this, mm-hmm. but like they all treated them with like this reverence of like, yeah, this Wonder Woman means a lot to a lot of people. By the way, having a Hispanic blue beetle means a lot to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. We want to keep this train rolling. Like yeah. it was it was nice. No, it was great. I feel like oh yeah, uh, the trailers um the, the, the what it made me think aside from I wish they did comic comic con this way was 
that I'm pretty excited for a lot of the stuff happening in DC. We've said a few times on this show that like DC's future is probably more in TV than it is in movies. Mm -hmm. They just kind of aren't fighting that fight very well. They're they're hitting back a lot harder these days, but still they're, they're like most of their charm and most of their glory is coming through TV and they're really embracing a lot of that. The stuff that we've seen in movies is very much movies for like a different or niche audience. Maybe it's for kids or maybe it's Batman, which is going to sell regardless. Mm -hmm. But it reminded me of like, you know, like, yeah, Wonder Woman's still a thing. And I really need to go back and finish Harley Quinn. And, you know, you I, I, I and I love all of the DC animated movies, like every single one of them. And DC tell, is succeeding tell me more because about it understands that we know what the metaverse is now. It, Marvel and everybody for the longest time was like, no, we have to be have our movies and a universe and a thing and a thing. Yeah, DC is now understanding that we don't have to have the giant big actors be the biggest thing. We can have them understand that that Aquaman's part of his other Aquaman and this Harley Quinn's part of his other Harley Quinn and it all exists within the DC metaverse thing mm -hmm. that everybody loves. Yeah. Unlike Marvel, which is so interlocked at this point that it becomes kind of annoyingly hard to follow in, in some cases right. whenever you want to watch every single movie again before you see the next one. Well, but DC's saying... You probably know who half these characters are, and if not, we'll do a well enough introduction to you'll figure it the fuck out. To be fair, that they are just catching on to that. Yes, I know right now in Marvel, Iron Man is Iron Man, and that's the actor, and that's the character, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They are just figuring out that Batman can be more than one person at yeah. a time in an eight-year span. You know, like they it, are just figuring that. And I'm meaning this, but is, the fact that they are is great. And I call it the metaverse in that DC gets it for its their animation part, their live action, whether it be television or film or the iterations of just HBO Max centric things like we're getting with John Cena coming back to play. Like that's a, that's a role that would be a Disney plus kind of thing. You're like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. Now they're realizing that I think this DC metaverse can exist where oh, yeah. you can have different high strength actors from different worlds all within this because you cannot tell me that Suicide Squad exists in the same fucking universe as all the other Batman versus Superman bullshit <laughs> yeah. fucking thing and then now we have the Batman no DC has a wonderful metaverse that's going on mm -hmm. and it I think it's because of the television's explaining it to us over the head for so fucking long and in so many shows that mm -hmm. we can just exist within these 52 I mean, universes. one of the things that we didn't talk yeah. about in here, and I just want to very briefly mention, is we got the first uh, teaser trailer for the upcoming Flash movie, which is far from being done in production. Yeah. And I it was like, here's the <laughs> DC. It was basically, like, this is the Flash. This is the DC multiverse. By the way, that's Michael Keaton, Batman, hanging out with Ezra Miller, Flash. Done. Yeah. That's what the whole thing was. Oh, by the way, there's the original Michael. And that's all we've gotten from yeah. the leaks and two, from it. And, 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 and about 10 minutes ago, we totally just showed you Grant Gustin on screen. He's also still the Flash. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. These are all the same and things. I, and at this point, because of the way the movies and the television shows have interacted, we know that there is a giant metaverse where they all interact with each other. Mm -hmm. They are all embracing it. They are doing the dumb flashpoint thing to allow everything to exist. Yeah which is the one thing we said a long time ago. I was like, what can you do? Is like, I don't know, Flash makes all of them fucking allow this to happen where Batman realizes there's other fucking Batmans where their yep. Green Lanterns know that there's, instead of just 2,000 whatever of them, there's actually an infinite number of them and they all have to do a thing and then you can pick and choose your weird team-ups throughout them. You can have cartoon Superdog with 
other characters and just play with your universe more than it allows more more freedom for characters. I think in the long term, have fun. It's right. comics, guys. Yeah. So, so what we do, right, <laughs> is, is, we get, is we get a Batman, and right, like, he's just kind of like falling out of his own universe. He's just like, oh, I don't know what to do with this. I'm going to fuck this place up. <laughs> and then he just gets kidnapped by people whose, pro- whose job it is to keep the timeline, right? And then he meets <laughs> female Batman. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. I feel like I've they heard did a Viking Batman. Actually, there's a really cool Viking Batman story. Uh, it's one of the Elseworld ones. I, so I got to say, at the very end of this, Nothing it feels that. like <laughs> just all, all around, just real quick, agree or disagree, you had a really great time, a fun time with DC fandom. Yes, and it was also very informative, and I, I, I learned about a lot of things that I didn't know were coming that now I'm excited for. Yeah, Tony, what do you think? Exactly. Of that? That's I'm I'm ha- I hope they do this once a year yeah. and invite the internet slash everybody to join. Yeah, I get the one-off experience of going to a place. Like, I want to go do a D23 because, like, come on. Like, I want to fucking go to a Disney Expo, but, like, that's a whole, like, I got to be an investor and shit and do a whole thing. <laughs> I'm not part of that. I'm not part of that fucking life. But, like, getting to see the experience online where you're like, yeah, we also put on this three-hour just presentation. Yeah. I'm a fucking idiot who back in the day when DSL was a thing watched fucking uh, Steve Jobs give out. Oh, Apple yeah. talks oh, yeah, <laughs> because right. I found it relaxing and I wanted yeah. to know about the newest, whatever stupid colored thing Dude, was. Yeah, no, I'm the kid who used to download the two <laughs> megabyte, you know, Metal Gear Solid two trailer from E3 that year. Which took a long time to download my 56 baud fucking modem. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, I you know like what it. two megabytes takes across 56 K. <laughs> we used to store our porn on actual floppy disks. Actual floppy. Oh disks. no, we didn't store our porn there. We printed it out because you're going to use that. <laughs> Floppy disk for your fucking homework. Yeah, and you that had floppy disk had a lot of things on it once that porn was done getting printed. What we're saying is that we're not as old as DC, thankfully. But we are old enough to explain to you what the save symbol is. Yeah, it's a, it, it used to be it, everything a about thing. DC fandom was absolutely excellent. We all had a good time. It was nice to have a piece of nerd pop culture that we all got to watch and just have a big smile on our face. And the fact, and I want to reiterate, reiterate everybody this a felt bit. like everybody got something from that. Like, yeah, in the old everybody, if you liked anything from DC and any sort of way yeah. comic book movie video what the fuck ever it was all there mm-hmm. it was there if you just want to see but also Dwayne The Rock I watched Beautiful entire, Man Johnson there you go too I watched <laughs> an entire presentation about inclusion that didn't feel like it was corporate bullshit yeah yeah that too that's my biggest takeaway from it yeah and they just kind of threw it in there and it was like wow this was good yeah. So good on you, DC. Do it again next year. We're super proud of you. There's a lot of titles that you're working on that I'm looking forward to, but we got to head out of this show. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, anything about our show, Tony, where can they find us? Where can they talk to us? You can head over to goodnight.gg um, where you become a patron on the show or just, you know, whatever. Um, Facebook.com slash GNGGcast, which is also at GNGGcast, which is... Uh, Twitter um, info at goodnight.gg is an email address that I check. So far, we get spam. Cool, cool. I read it sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> I hope it's good. It's tar- it's, no, it's very targeted. It's about. It's all about podcasts. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is everything that we have for the show this week. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you to all of our live audience uh, as as always. It's been a long week, y'all. We're tired. Yeah. We're exhausted. We've all been working really hard. But until next it week for. Tony, this is James. Or James, this is Tony. I'm Hector. Everyone, good night. And good game.